Hi there, everyone, and happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday, as some would say, although it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, which is in case you missed it, SMB stands for small and medium-sized business. I have been an SMB advocate, consultant, enthusiast, and owner for over 20 years, and I am in great company on Fridays here at talkradio.nyc. I hope you guys out there uh, didn't miss the debut of Philanthropy in Focus with my man Tommy DeMisa, a wonderful human being and a tireless connector. I am so excited to see Tommy D join the lineup here on Fridays with me. Over the last two decades, I've noticed that some of the best thought leadership for SMBs happens on Friday when we feel the freedom of the weekend coming. However, we're so anxious to start the weekend that these crucial pearls of wisdom are often overlooked and forgotten in favor of our fun weekend activities and our freedom from work. On Always Friday, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. Coincidentally, my last name means free in German, which is a nice fun fact for everyone. The name of the show is not just a play on words. We do like a little bit of deeper meaning here. I have some shades on. I'm feeling some weekend freedom. Let's get this party started. First things first, very happy new year to you. This is the meme that I saw out there that really spoke to me the most. The first rule of 2021 is we don't talk about 2020, just like Fight Club. Today's topic of discussion is producing your SMB video story. It is no surprise that most people out there these days, especially our visual learners and you know, they, especially with the amount of time that we spent in front of screens in 2020. If, if you're an SMB and you want to explore video production to get your message out there, everyone asks themselves the question, where should you be concentrating your efforts to make the most impact? So many different outlets to get your video content and story out there. But the biggest concentration should be making sure that you have a talented partner that eats, sleeps, lives, and breathes video production. 2020 was not an easy year for a lot of businesses out there. But, you know, like like my dude says from the Big Lebowski, life goes on. So we got to get back into the swing of things. And a lot of people's you know, goals and focus for 2021 is how to get out there in a little bit more of a different fashion than they're used to. Go out of their comfort zone and you know maybe get their story out there in a little bit of a different format since we're not necessarily shaking hands and giving hugs. So, you know, while we're on talkradio.nyc, we don't want this to be just talk. The goal here as always is to use the insight on the SMB landscape and use it to create more impact come Monday morning. We like to bring a fun and unique perspective on the people, process and products that are driving SMBs today. Far too often, SMBs are focused on the product that's going to solve their problems, the shiny new mousetrap, the magic wand. In my travels, products change every single day in every other facet of our lives, both personal and business. There is no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first and keeping focus on the process that is going to help you achieve your goal. As long as you do this, I do believe the right products will present themselves when needed by the SMB. Everything begins and ends with the people. So in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, we have a great show for you here today. Our special guest is none other than my man, John Seiler. So John Seiler is the founder, producer, and editor at Jonathan Seiler Productions. Nice catchy name, I know. John has a wide spectrum of experience producing and editing content in different forms, loves to have fun, makes videos that get your message across clearly and effectively, and then perhaps even go viral. John is married with three kids and a dog, which gives him plenty of fodder for his own crazy video content. I'll assure you of that. Uh, besides being an SMB owner himself, he is a music lover and a film lover, as you can imagine. So I'm very excited for our conversation here today. Uh, he earned a Bachelor of Fine Arts from Ithaca College following two years at the School of Visual Arts in New York City. He is absolutely the most ideal person to, th to discuss this theme here today with me because it's what he deals with every single day. Not only is he a close personal friend of mine, when I have the opportunity to lend my voice to local uh, SMBs and do some commercial voiceovers, which I'm horses can be this week from doing some work with, actually. Uh, I'm actually doing it with my buddy, John Seiler, and Seiler Productions. So we're going to also discuss my favorite who is his favorite movie or joke or TV show, and his favorite musical instrument, and the artist who plays it. You guys know how much I love to discuss those three. So without further ado... Let's go over to my fire pit and we'll talk, tell, talk a little bit about what we're going to 
be kicking back and forth here today. So I, you know, I believe every business has their story to tell. And surprisingly, not many of them have refined it. It's, it's kind of crazy, but especially when you work in sales, as, as I have for the pretty much my entire career, it, it, it's very important to remember that, that people buy on emotion and they justify what they buy with logic, not the other way around. Albert Einstein says it in a couple of his quotes where he says, logic will take you from A to B, imagination will take you everywhere. Also, he says, imagination is more important than knowledge. So you guys know I like to throw in some examples from my personal library here of things that I've read. I'm an avid reader. I do like this topic of conversation a great deal. So you guys have heard me reference this book before in previous shows, Story-Based Selling by Jeff Bloomfield. So I'm going to bring it back for a little comeback tour here for a moment. Chapter three, where he talks a little bit about the story-based selling tackle box. He says, we all have stories. Our right brains, meaning the right side of your brain, are constantly processing mini movies all day, every day. Some of us are more natural storytellers, and for others, it takes a bit more effort, which is obviously okay. Either way, in order to be a master at story-based selling, you will need to expand your repertoire and become more intentional with your story-based communication. Every great writer has a process by which they craft their masterpieces. Every great filmmaker has a system by which he attempts to visually communicate and translate the words of a screenplay onto the big screen. To be a great story-based communicator, you need tools as well. This is where the left brain and the right brain come together to create your very own personalized process. Your left brain will maintain order while your right brain is released to create, imagine, and connect. We've seen that when you meet someone, a customer, a client, you have seconds, not minutes, not hours, you have seconds to make a first impression on that person. And we have seen how the brain processes these impressions. So we next have to establish how you can best make that first impression. It involves a whole lot more than the old John Malloy book, Dress for Success, especially now considering most of us have been wearing pajamas for the last 10 months. So the first thing to remember is that facts and figures, reasoning and logic do not make the connection. Let me repeat that for everybody out there. Do not make the connection. A story does. You have a story to tell. You have your story to tell. But there is a challenge. Your customer also has a story. And your competitor will also have a story. You must take those into consideration. And I'm a very big believer in that. And on top of that, you will always have distractions, such as a waiter interrupting at a key moment, an assistant coming into an office with an urgent message, or even, unfortunately, cell phones and text messages that people seem forced to look at. Perhaps you aren't a comic, or maybe you are, but almost everyone remembers a time you were telling a joke, and just at the moment you're about to deliver the punchline, someone interrupts. Your listener, now distracted, soon turns back to you and says, I'm sorry, now where were we? That joke is dead. That story can never be recovered, or at least not anytime soon. So how do you get your story across those barriers? He says, let's look at the process of communication. It's what he calls the thoughts, emotions, decisions cascade. Realize that all communication will produce thoughts that lead to emotions And this will happen in seconds. When you communicate information to a listener, it forms an impression in seconds. The listener then subconsciously transforms that information into a thought, which he or or she then automatically turns into an emotion. It is this emotion, not the information, that triggers a decision. I thought that was so powerful and a great beginning to our show here today because one of the biggest takeaways that I took from this book when I read it many years ago 
is yeah, he goes over the idea of when people communicate something by voice, and obviously we love voice here on Always Friday, uh, people tend to remember 5 to 10% of what you tell them, you know, facts, product knowledge, etc. But then when you add visual aids to the discussion, like my man John Seiler does for a living, that number goes up. People tend to remember 25 to 30% of what you tell them. But when you can really articulate your story and it's not something that you have to guess at and you get your story out and really when you listen to other people's stories as well so you can best relate to it, people tend to remember 65 to 70% of what you tell them. I think that's a, an unbelievably staggering statistic that Far too often, SMB owners, management, even employees trying to communicate the message, they gloss over that. It all begins with the story. Story is the one thing that unites all of us as people. Everybody's got some type of story to tell. Very, very difficult to teach retail consumers or clients or patients or whatever you have as far as your audience about the specifics, the very specifics sometimes, of your process and your end product, because people can't learn how to be an attorney or a doctor in a couple of minutes or 30 seconds. It doesn't work that way, but they can certainly get the gist of a good story. They can feel the love. They can identify with it. You need to learn the other story on the side, on the, the story on the other side of the table, because that's very important. A lot of this is being a good listener too. But then you have to be ready to tell yours at a moment's notice to really make the best impact. So that brings me to the next book from my library that I wanted to just share with you guys today before we take our first commercial break. And that is Friends, Followers, and Customer Evangelists by Conrad Hall. And uh, it's not a typo. This is from 2010. So, you know, in the in the today's day and age, we're 11 years later now. Think of how much the world has changed in the last 11 years. And it's kind of a fun analogy for what we always talk about here on this show. People first, then process, then product, because a lot of this book is lists of different websites and, and distribution channels and places where you can post video content. And quite frankly, half of them don't even exist anymore that are in this book. That said. There are a couple of nice tidbits in this book about, you know, really what to do and how to do it. And just some thought leadership that goes in conjunction with knowing the right people like my man, John, that we're going to get to hang with for the rest of the show. But I want to share something with you from one of the chapters about video sharing. OK, just to get you know the, the concepts out there into the various mediums. So when you put a video on YouTube, Viddler or Multiply, it doesn't have any of the context that supports with coming, a video, coming with a video on your site or on a landing page. The video has to accomplish its mission all by itself. Fortunately, there are a few easy tweaks that you can make to any video before sharing it. The first thing you can do is tweak the opening scene of the video and make sure it introduces the, you and the reason for the video. Definitely a big one. Just the, as the sales letter opens with an attention-getting headline, give one to your video too. The point is to give the viewers a reason to keep looking. A second tweak is to make sure that the video ends with a very strong call to action. When you're taking a video from your landing page, it probably already has that. But a video on your website might not need the call to action beside, beyond asking visitors to read the text on the next page. When it's on a sharing site, your video has to close the sale all by itself. Or if it's on a TV network as a commercial. And that leads to the third tweak, which is it, be sure to include your URL, telephone number, whatever else you have so people can take action. When you're asking someone to visit your website, it makes sense to tell them what the address is, right? There's plenty of things that you can do out there to tailor video for your use on a video sharing site. And you can get some of those little maps and compasses out there on the internet, but much better is to have a guide like my man, John Seiler from John Seiler Productions. We're going to be right back and we're going to get to know John. Stay with us on Always Friday. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history. 
its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking about really producing your video SMB story. And we're going to be talking with my man, Jonathan Seiler from Jonathan Seiler Productions. Again, very nice, clever name. Uh, He is the founder, producer, editor, uh, really big, big fan of film, video, getting your story out there with as much visual presence as possible. So, John, can't tell you what it is a pleasure to have you on this morning, my man. Thank you. Thank you. And obviously love the love the shirt, as you well know. I'm a big Richie Rich fan for the longest time. That's, that's why I wore it. <laughs> so, John, this is the method part of the show on Always Friday, where we talk a little bit about what you do, how you do it, how do you go to market for it, the method behind the madness, because the method the madness is in the next segment. And here's just the thought that I that I wrote down when I when I got to, you know, really thinking about the show today was you know, everybody like has iPhones, Androids, smartphones, whatever. They've given everyone the ability to almost, it's almost like they have a portable movie studio in their pocket, but it, that doesn't mean anything. It's like, you know, 10% is what happens to you. 90% is what you do with it. Not many people out there have the vision and the production experience and able to edit everything together. That's what you're here for. So tell, tell us about your methods. Yeah. So um, great point. Everybody has content on their phones. Everybody has content. Um, It's what you want to do with it. Um, Small to medium-sized business owners, they all have uh, content on their phone, believe it or not, that shows their business in some regard or another. Um, I could take all of that stuff and come up with a creative way to make that into a statement that you were looking to make. Um, I pride myself on taking content that, makes no sense to something and and you tell me the story and and I kind of bring it all together. Um, You know, I like the thought process of less is more. Um, So you're really able to get down to the nitty gritty, get concise with your message and get it out there. Um, My process. I mean, I, I take every video project as it comes and it's, it's all individualized. I don't have set templates for things. Um, Everything is customized for that person because I want to make sure that what we're getting across is specific to that client. Um, so really, it's it's finally talking to the client, getting an idea what's their message um, and how we can get that together. So whether it's with existing footage that you have on your phone, whether it's going out and shooting something, uh, whether it's interviewing people that have used your services in the past and getting testimonial videos, um, doing things just graphically um, just with facts and figures that you have and 
coming up with creative ways to show that. Um, like you said, things are visual. People are looking at things on their phone, usually without sound. So you want to make sure that anything that you're seeing uh, is prevalent to what you'd be talking about hearing wise and, and vice versa. You want to make sure that a deaf person can understand uh, what you're trying to convey without uh, words at times. So it's, it's really showing the right images, showing the right text um, and, and getting it all together. And like I said, it's all very specific to that client. So uh, nothing is off the table. It's really just getting an idea of what that message is and what you're trying to say. I love the analogy of the custom tailored suit versus buying one off the rack. I think it's a very powerful one. And I, you know, it's it, one of the biggest things I've observed over the years is if you go to a, any small, medium sized business owner and just say, tell me about your business. They can't wait to tell you about, even if it's the most commoditized type of product widget experience, every business has a story to tell, which leads me to one of the other philosophies I have on this life. And it applies to business and personal is there's two ways to do anything. One way is you spend money, time, and resources, reinvent the wheel and do it your way. And the other way is you plug into things that already work out there. And this is where I think some people struggle with this, with somebody who does what you do, especially with SMBs, is that I feel like a lot of them feel like they're going to they're gonna script everything and do it all better than anybody else out there because they know their story better than anyone else. But I find that to be kind of a, a misconception is you need somebody who does this day in, day out, eats, sleeps, lives, breathes it, who can walk you through the wilderness of getting a kick-ass video out there. Yeah, um, it's, it's a matter of, you know, taking your story, taking all the information that you give me. Um, usually someone that's telling me about their business is going to tell me more information that is necessary. I'm the kind of person that is able to whittle things down and get to that concise message. And that's really where having someone like me come in, uh, you know, I'm able to hear your story. I'm able to understand what you're wanting to do at the end of the day with this video content and, and make it work and get rid of a lot of the fluff and BS that, you know, people tend to throw at you and it gets lost in translation. And usually people just kind of fade away and don't, don't, uh, don't, uh, you know, retain what's being said. I think, I think there's a great idea behind the taking a cold, you know, ton of information because I'm an information junkie. It's just how I am. Mm -hmm. And then whittling it down to the lowest common denominators and the impactful message and helping the SMB with that. Cause that really, when we're really talking about it, that's what they struggle with. So if you, if, when you talk about a lot of people like to, you know, fantasize about being in movies and making a movie and being a movie star and all of that, it's like a very, very basic analogy is, well, when you're making a movie, it's it's not like they shoot it right the first the first take. Like you sit and you take months worth of a shoot a lot of times, and then you whittle it down to the the lowest common denominators, the best representations of the story. And you know, so that's like you know you could take a whole bunch of footage and a whole bunch of voiceover you know information, which we've all had experience with even this week, and whittling it down to thirty seconds of magic. Right. Yeah, no, I, look, it's good to take a lot of information, have more information. Um, the internet and video is all about content and just having as much content as possible. So if you're giving me a longer story, that's great. The more information that you're giving me, I'm able to maybe possibly make that into two, three or four different videos, depending on what's happening. So taking the information, whittling it down, and then if there's other good stuff, we could use that elsewhere. So you're getting more content. So the more you're able to say about your product, about your business, about what you're trying to say, that's great. I'm going to be able to take all of those many different aspects and, and fine tune it and, and give you a nice, concise product. That's really what it is at the end of the day. It's a concise message. Um, like I said, less is more. That's really where it is. It's, it's getting just fine tuning to the, to, to what you need to say in such a short amount of time. Um, people, are flipping the, the channels left and right. They're looking at content 10, 15 seconds. A 30 second commercial is long these days. Um, you know, so it's, it's getting these messages out there fast, furious, and precise. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I couldn't agree more. It's, uh, thinking back, I'm just like sitting here th hearing you speak and I'm, I'm thinking back to like college days. Like one of my majors in college was called way back then decision and information sciences. And I like 
I love how to see how people make decisions, especially small, medium sized business owners, because a lot of times like they, they'll look at certain products and platforms and video production even for all different reasons. And, you know, a lot of it still revolves around getting getting their messaging out there in the most impactful way possible. So, again, I love the idea of collecting as much data, ammunition, information, whatever that you can, because it just makes the messaging that comes out of it that much more informed and effective. So, you know, a a thought that I was just having along the way is because I've seen all, you know, all different kinds of your work and I love it. I participated in some of it, which, you know, how much I love to do that. But, you know, one thing I was thinking about is really getting into some of the nitty gritty with certain SMBs and especially now with the climate, with the pandemic and what they might need nowadays is, you know, even things like how to videos or training videos. I know that's something that I've seen a whole lot more uptick being asked for as of late is, you know, can we start onboarding our staff or training our staff using video content and production? So it's like if you're training a new salesperson, as an example, like are you have you ever or would you look to, you know, go on site with a retail you know operation like, uh, you know, carpet and flooring or plumbing? or something like that and go like hear them out and like you know hear how their salespeople are talking or hear how their technicians are talking to the clients and try to craft the story around that does that that fall into your purview yeah i mean look video content is how people i I find and, and best get their information and so Video can be used for many different purposes. It can be used to sell your product. It can be used to train somebody. Um, yeah, there are just so many different ways to utilize video, and people pay more attention to it. Um, I know uh, I, I have a friend who has a, a business with uh, you know after-school programs and uh, t- teaching kids different athletic things. And sometimes her messaging wasn't coming across properly um, because the kids were just not paying attention. They had their full day of school and they just weren't able to just stay focused and listen to her. She rolled out a screen and she said, watch this. She had made video of herself doing what she was going to do live. And all of a sudden the kids were glued to it and they were able to obtain it. And for whatever reason, this is a generation of screens. People tend to just look up, stare at it, get the information that they need from it and move on. It can be used in so many different ways and, and literally just to get it's, it's a way to get attention. Um, you know, I, I did a video. Yeah, I did a video for uh, while I was working at NBC Universal um, and it was all it was for when you're inside the taxi cabs and you want to get their attention um, while you're on the screen. And like we said, there's there's the audio, but then there's the video. So we, we did something that was kind of fun where it was all text and attention grabbing. And basically what we did was we used sound effects as well, just to get those, uh, get the attention. You're sitting in the cab, we made a whistle blow. And it's like, all of a sudden you hear somebody whistling, you look up, you're staring at the screen, we have your attention. And then we had them for the good 15 seconds uh, purveying our messaging. Um, Yeah. People just tend to look at screens. This is where we're at, you know, maybe it's not the best thing, but this is, this is how it's happening. So may as well utilize that. There's no doubt about it. You have three kids. I have two kids. We've been in the pandemic situation for the last 10 months. Yep. It's in the world, so it's been more screen dependent than ever, which is part of the madness that's been going on these days, which we're going to talk about in the next segment when we come back from commercial break. Uh, Stay with us on Always Friday. We're talking to John Seiler. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. You know you have it. The potential for a more rewarding life. A life that matters. But how do you get there? The answer is in a best-selling book by the coach of the successful and wealthy, Ken D. Foster. The Courage to Change Everything, 
daily strategies and wisdom to awaken your hidden genius and transform your life. With this powerful yet amazingly simple daily guide, your future is in your hands. You will be empowered to unlock your potential, bring out your true gifts, increase your wealth, and take your life and business to a new level. Get your life-transforming copy of Ken D. Foster's The Courage to Change Everything by going to couragetochange.us. That's couragetochange.us. Quite frankly, there's no other book like this. Imagine what your life could be like if you had at your fingertips the success principles to create the life you've always wanted. Are you ready to live your dream? Go to couragetochange.us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with John Seiler, founder, producer, editor with John Seiler Productions, about producing your SMB video story here in 2021. Very necessary to get your messaging out there as effectively as possible. So we're going to talk a little bit about the madness. This is more the observational part of the show where talk about stories you've seen yourself, uh, things, things that people repeatedly ask you to do that that might drive you crazy. No subject is too taboo. Anything goes. Obviously, we don't want to compromise client confidentiality. Feel free to substitute some ideas in there, obviously. But you know, one big thing that I think of just to kick things off is, you know, lots of events have been canceled in the past year. It's like crazy dire times for people that operate in the uh, the video editing and production world, you know, especially if they work with you know big big events, weddings, bar, bat mitzvahs, et cetera, as I know you do. But, uh, you know, again, plenty of opportunity on the small, medium-sized business side. But, John, give us a peek into the madness behind what you see out there. <laughs> the madness. I mean, I've, I've been doing this for a very long time. So uh, I've, I've run the gamut for all sorts of videos. I was working uh, freelance for a company years and years ago, um, you know, where I had my own equipment and I was going out and shooting for them. Um, never met the, uh, the people that ran the company, but they had these clients go out and shoot a landscaping company. I had this guy, he was a total whack job and he didn't have a script. He was, he lived at his mother's house. He had me uh, videotaping himself in, in front of the fire. He had all these wacky ideas. <laughs> I did what I had to do for that job. You know, it just, people sometimes just come out of the woodwork and you don't know what you're going to be given. Um, I've, uh, <laughs> I mean, I've got some crazy stories. I've worked with uh, doctor's offices. I've, uh, you know, I, you say nothing's too taboo. I've recorded uh, vaginal rejuvenation surgery. Um, you know, I, things have come come along. You know, no uh, no project is is off the table for the most part. Um, you know, uh, yeah. I, I, there's a lot of content. A lot of people have totally different stories that want to be heard and. I'm willing to tell most stories, you know, it's got, you got to pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. You, you, when you're talking about the vaginal rejuvenation surgery, I just went back. My, my wife is an attorney and she was spent 10 years as a medical malpractice attorney. So, you know, some of the, the cases that came through those doors were just, just unbelievable. Some of the discussions and some of what people were trying to go after out there. It's like, I could see that one, anything involving the, the female anatomy, any of those parts is just, the recipe for crazy disaster in those medical malpractice suits. So just right uh, there, I'm, I'm just thinking about all kinds of crazy discovery and pictures. So anyway, oh uh, yeah, look, I, I I've worked with uh, with attorneys' offices as, as well. You know, I've uh, I, I have a, a cousin who uh, is an attorney, and so he'll he uses a lot of video content uh, in his court cases and whatnot, and try to disprove things. He had me look at one video. I mean. Honestly, I, I had to look at this very tough content of this kid that was drowning and watching how no one was really reacting to it. And he wanted me to look at this video and say, is there anything here that you see differently that would, you know, get my client off? He's a criminal defense attorney. I said, honestly, I, you've won a lot of cases. You're not going to win this one. You know, there, you, you get things 
sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it's not. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I, I, yeah, there's, there's just, you name it, things have been thrown at me and look, I, I, being in video, I, I'm a problem solver. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out at the end of the day, how are we going to get that message across? And uh, no matter what that message is, whether it's wacky or not, you know, we'll, we'll make it happen. Sometimes the wackier, the better, I would say, actually. But uh, you brought up an awesome point there, which I want to dive deeper on. You know, so you and I worked together this week on a commercial for a uh, local business to our houses, Carpets to Go, Glen Share, great business. Sure. Uh, but, you know, carpets, flooring, things like that, you know, home improvements, especially right now, you expect to see all kinds of video content, whether it's YouTube or definitely like local, you know, local airtime, even on TV for 30 second commercials. But now there's a need now more than ever for professional services firms, accountants, lawyers, doctors, architects, engineers to start producing video content because it's the best way their story is going to get out there to people that they would never shake hands with right now. 100%. And listen, um, just straight off the bat, video is not a uh, cheap medium. It, it can be expensive at times, you know, especially to get that product together, to get that your, your thoughts together and, and for me to work back and forth. It, it can add up, uh, you know, from a money standpoint. But um, I think for a lot of small, medium-sized businesses, you'll find uh, that bartering is actually a really good way to uh, to help get your, your, your thing across. Look, I have bartered with uh, home improvement companies because I've needed things done in my own house. Um, I've bartered with uh, Glenn in the past for video content and, and we exchange video content for flooring uh, in the kitchen. You know, we, we make things happen, make things work. Um, and when you've got a service like video, you're able to give that service and, and get things in return. And if you're, you have a, a service, you know, like plumbing, you can make a great plumbing video. You know, and, and everybody needs a plumber, um, you know, including videographers. So bartering is always a good way to think about, hey, if I don't have the funds right now because business has been tough, you know, but I want to get, you know, uh, I, I want to get my fence company, uh, you know, up off the ground. I can I can have guys come out, shoot drone footage, make things happen. And, you know, I get a fence out of it and you get a video out of it. Think, you know, there's there's ways to make things work. Um, I, I love the way your mind works with that because I, I couldn't agree more sometimes. And that's, you know, it comes down heavily to networking. Again, that's all about people, people first before anything else, the people, you know, are going to help you get there. And I think some of the thought process around the, you know, I'm with you that if you do film editing production, all of that, you have shooters going out and doing drone these days, like that stuff adds up depending on, on how crazy you go with it. And I think that's a lot of SMBs, especially where they're focused on the product as opposed to the people in the process. They don't realize that anything in life, business or personal, is a give and a take. There's a risk and reward trade off all the time. But people, when you think about, hey, wouldn't you like to be, you know, be in a movie and be famous and make money from that and everything? Well, yeah, most people out there like the idea of that. But there's a huge risk and reward trade off there. It's like, you know, actors and everything, they go out on a limb for that. It's like they a huge limb. And then when it pays off, it pays off big time. I Look, would I argue they, they use you to create this, this type of story and get it out there. It could have massive dividends and they lose sight of that. You agree? No, 100%. I mean, video can take your business off the ground. Um, just getting the word out, getting it into the in front of the right eyes, you know, it can open up a whole world. <laughs> no, absolutely. As a major, you know, talk about being a problem solver because I I love that mentality and that's who I am. That's who I've always been as a problem solver. I love finding, you know, figuring out how to how to navigate that. Sure. So going back to Jeff Bloomfield's book, the story based selling book, I think about that a lot. My big takeaways from it, you know, people listening audibly, five to ten percent. Re- in, you know, people saying, seeing the visual aids, it goes up to 25 to 30%, but really hearing the story and digesting it, 65 to 70% really goes right in line with my thoughts of people processing product. If you think about, you know, almost in reverse, right? It all starts with the story that retains the 65%. And I, I'm, sure, I'm sure you would agree with this. I found in my travels that a lot of times, even businesses that have been around for 30 years, if you ask them, what do you do? 
they can't articulate it in 30 seconds or less. It'll take them 15 minutes to try to describe to you what their story is. And life just doesn't work that way, especially in 2021 with the amount of ADD that's here, myself included, but the amount of ADD that's rampant in the country. It's you, you have precious seconds, just like, you know, we were discussing before. So you have to know the story first, which you can help them with. Then you apply the video as a process, right, which is your process. Mm -hmm. And then the end product is not only do you have a kick-ass story that you can get in people's screens and in front of their faces, even if you can't shake hands and give hugs in, in public with them, but you also refine everything to the point where if somebody asks you, what do you do? You can audibly tell them in 30 seconds, 60 seconds with the most impact. Sure. I, I always think of, you know, everybody's got their elevator pitch. Visualize that elevator pitch. Make that into a video. Put that on your website. Put that on Facebook. Put that on LinkedIn. That's going to get you so many more clients in the end. Absolutely. You know, it's just getting getting the word out. If you're able to state it, in front of one person, you can state it in front of thousands, if not millions of people, you know, you, it, it's just getting the word out and, and video is the way to go. It's just, that's where we're at. I, I look at anybody that holds a phone. So, so not only do I love movies and TV, as I know you do, sure. you know, one of asking the question of, you know, who's your favorite movie or TV show character, which we're going to get to in our in our last segment to close out the show. But one of the reasons I'm that is, you know, a couple months back, you know, I do a lot of networking. You do a lot of networking. You know, I, one of the a couple months back, I was asked the question of what TV show character best personifies you and your business and what you do. And I, I just love that question because. People it immediately you know paints a visual picture that people can identify with, and I I said you know for me and what I do and how I do it, I said Jack Bauer from Twenty Four, and it's like immediately people start to oh Jack Bauer love that show it's like and then going into detail about you know the method and the madness that I have for it, so they actually took away it's like ah oh, I get what he does now and how he does it. I find that even just relating something like I totally that, see you so and Jack Bauer. <laughs> you're totally jack bauer <laughs> exactly like my mom wouldn't sign the permission slip for football I'm totally jack bauer exactly. <laughs> but but you get where my head's at though right it's like it's it paints a visual picture and people don't have that yet a lot of times their barrier to entry is oh i'm not going to pay for shit like that i got so much stuff to do before that that's so important to me and my business i'm i'll get to it one day and they never get to it where they can basically send you a huge Dropbox full of pictures and files and video content and, and put together a quick email of thoughts, and you could turn around a commercial for that. That's how easy it is these days. Yeah, no, 100%. Unbelievable. Yeah. So we're going to take a break in just a couple of minutes. Um, but it's you know before we come back, again, the last segment of the show, we talk about I'm all about on Friday. Days here type of insight away so that people can make a Monday impact. So definitely want you to think about that. But you know, just quick on the madness side of things. You know, small, medium-sized business, like I said, you know, the guys in your position now more than ever, just real quick before we go to commercial break, what are your thoughts on you know the you know the the big vent side of things right now? Because you've done a ton of that stuff over your career. What's the outlook like for that? You know, I know people have adopted and done things quasi, you know, half of how they used to do it. But just real quick yeah. before we go to break the madness I mean, behind that. Oh, it's it's crazy. It's it's rescheduling. It's it's taking everything from 2020 and moving into 2021. Some of the things, you know, just became Zoom mitzvahs. You know, um, I put together these montages. I called them mazeltages, where I basically took. Uh, hundreds of greetings of, of congratulations to the celebrant and put them together and made a video out of that. You know, the crazy times uh, come up with crazy ideas and whatever you can, can do to, to make it work. And, you know, I hate using uh, buzzwords, but had to make that pivot, um, you know, and so what, how can I make video content for people that are sitting at home? Montages are still very big and relevant today. And um, if not more so, it's, it's that memory that you get to hold on to after the event is over. Um, and now that even events aren't even happening, it's that one thing that's tangible for you to look at and go back and reflect on. 
Absolutely. Love it. Crazy ideas make the world go round. We'll be right back after the commercial break with more crazy ideas and John Seiler with John Seiler Productions. Stay with us. Thank you. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. everyone welcome back to always friday with me stephen fry your smb guy uh we're talking with john seiler of john seiler productions you guys like small medium-sized business discussion talkradio.myc is the place to be on fridays all day at this point you heard tommy d with philanthropy and focus this morning coming up at 12 o'clock after always friday there is the entrepreneurial web None other than Jeremiah Fox, so stay tuned for that following the show. But uh, we're going to close out today with the message. You know, what should the audience take away from, you know, from the topic of discussion today, John, which has been producing your SMB video story for 2021? You know, what can people do actionably on Monday to not lose sight of this idea? Because I happen to think it's probably one of the most important ones for SMBs to be considering for 2021, because it doesn't look like we're getting back to normal life for at least a little while yet. So it might be 21 where you have to get your story out there in ways that are a little bit outside the box. So I definitely want to hear what your message is. The quick thought that I had was relatable to, again, I've referred to it a bunch of times today and in previous shows, the story-based selling book by Jeff Bloomfield. He signed it when I met him and said, dude, what's your story? Go tell it. And I I just, I love that idea because a lot of people don't know what their story is and they definitely don't have the best you know tools and partnerships to go out and tell it so that's where my head's been at but john give us the message what should people do monday morning to not lose sight of this idea i'd say don't wait until monday morning and say today take your elevator pitch write it down it all starts with the words once you have those words and it's written down you're beginning to tell your story. So you can take that, you could email it to me or to any videographer that you may know, and basically start the process of figuring out how can I tell this visually? Make a small video. It's going to help your business. It's not going to hurt it in any which way, unless you're showing something totally illegal. I don't know. I mean, you have, it's it's only going to help your business. People are looking at things. People are scrolling. People are looking at content continuously. So get your message out there, write it down, get that 15 seconds. That's all you need. And once you have 15 seconds or 30 seconds or a minute, write it all out and, and tell that story 
and look at it and edit it and get it down to that concise message and you'll, you'll get there and then you, you make video, just make video content, take what already exists, make something out of it or call someone like me and, and I'll make it happen. You know, in general, I would say that people need to start going outside their comfort zone. It's in general, even before the pandemic started that, you know, to really find it's like all the their edge of possibility just really begins there to me, like when you're outside, just getting outside your comfort zone. And a lot of people aren't comfortable with this. A lot of people aren't comfortable being on a on a live show or on a podcast. No, it's like in the same times like this. Yeah. Well, and you shouldn't be because you're very good, actually. But, uh, you know, these people need to get more comfortable with go with the idea of going outside of their comfort zone to me, especially right now. And one of the top ways they could do that is giving someone like you a call. Yeah. And honestly, Again, going back to writing it down, if you can't even write it down, record it. Just record yourself saying things. Just, you know, just start talking. And then what's going to happen is you have somebody like me. Like, this is how we made the last commercial for Carpets to Go. I told Glenn, give me every single thing that you could possibly think of to say about your business and record it and say it to me. Because he doesn't have the time to just sit and write things down. He's walking around his store, videotaping while he's walking and, and just talking and giving me different things to say. I will take all of that crazy information that's not really connected, but I will connect those dots. I will take your sentence from here and move it there and rearrange so that we're able to tell your story properly. So even if you don't have a coherent story, take all of your ideas, throw them out there. Something's going to come out of it. You'll see. It's it's very simple. And just you're talking about your business. So you're going to want to talk about it regardless. So, you know, just, just do it. Nike has that motto. They haven't changed it in 30 plus years. It, it makes a lot of sense. You just, just do it. Yeah, no, with, with good reason. It's, and I would say, even as it comes to doing a show like this one, is the hardest part of it, and I, and I know the executive producer of talkradio.myc would agree, the hardest part is getting it started. After that, it's all, it's all, it's all good, baby, baby. It's all there. And then, like I've been saying, you've been doing these shows. You're on your 13th episode. I think you'd be able to take all that content, take the best little bits, make something, compile it, and then you're going to have a, a product to sell to your clients. Well, hold that thought. We're definitely going to talk a little bit more about that. But now, right now is all about you and the answers to the magic question. So okay. question number one. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? And I absolutely love this answer. I can't believe that I haven't had it before. Willy Wonka. Love it. <laughs> so, and and you know, quite frankly, some of the characters you gave me, I wasn't sure how how your face would look on them, but they're they're actually dynamite. <laughs> there's, uh, yeah. there, there's me right alongside of you, looking nice and portly. So. <laughs> But uh, yeah, good good times as always. I, I love presenting some superimposed pictures back to my video editing man. So, uh, That's but, hilarious. by the way, John is def- I'll definitely give John the credit for turning me on to the apps and uh, what have yous that that superimpose people's faces onto pictures. So, a lot of the fun I've been having with you guys over the last handful of months is uh, directly as a result of my friendship and uh, hanging with John. So. You're welcome, I, and I apologize. <laughs> definitely, as you should. His travels. If you look around his office behind behind him, he's got some cool stuff. So he's actually got a signed picture right behind him of a, you know, movie poster by Gene Wilder. Which you know, Gene, you know, lost him a number of years ago. He's a phenomenal force to be reckoned with. So just you go into an office like John's home office, and it's it's just a blast. You could you could feel <laughs> the emotion, the energy of somebody who just has crazy passion for what they do. So. You know, again, all the reason more just to, just to hang with somebody like John for this type of conversation. So question number two, and no surprise with this answer. Um, what is your favorite movie or TV show? The witty, urbane, sophisticated humor of Seinfeld. Hello! La, la, la. So, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely like the way you think right there on the same page with you. And uh, yeah, I wasn't sure how your face would translate to the Seinfeld crew, <laughs> but um, definitely not bad. Like really not bad. So uh, you as Kramer and, and even even as George, I'm sorry, oh, I had to do this to you. I can't. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was in the pool. 
I had I had to do it. I'm sorry. Thank but, you. Uh, yeah, if you guys if you guys see uh, top top left of John's head in his office, he's also got side picture of the whole Seinfeld crew as well. So That's really it. hard to mess with that. Great great stuff. Great stuff. And uh, question number three, last but not least, for sure, uh, what is your favorite musical instrument and the artist who plays it? Uh, none other than the bass guitar, which I video here. Not that I know how to play it worth a damn, but. Uh, I would like to get there for uh, that's one of my goals for 2021 <laughs> is to uh, learn, learn that if I'm shackled to my house for, for a bit longer. But bass guitar and none other than Mr. Michael Gordon. There he is. Cactus man himself. Uh, <laughs> you, got, you got you got some uh, some fish memorabilia behind you. John and I are are very big fish fans. Uh, my my first fish show yeah. was April 2nd, 1998. I've seen 125 of them live. And a whole bunch more of them by streaming video media with my buddy John, which is all hey. the more reason why you should take it to heart. Get your video story out there, damn it. That's what this is all about. <laughs> kind of looks like you're in my basement recording next to me, which we absolutely uh, we, we did consider doing a, an in-studio interview this time, but still keeping some safety. There's me on stage with you there and uh higher. <laughs> but yeah, we gotta wrap up here in just a second. But the only other autographs I wanted to bring up here are just the bar mitzvah sign in board. My mom actually dropped mine off the other day. So, so if, if you have awkward looking teenagers, you know, don't worry about the SMB side of things. You wanna get some good family content out there. Here's me and my bar mitzvah picture. He can make this look good with Spielberg magic. You know, send your stuff to John. Here's here's John. <laughs> from his bar mitzvah from uh <laughs> mad magazine i absolutely love this theme and i also think he looks pretty good as alfred e newman <laughs> so uh we got to wrap up here shortly we got the entrepreneurial web with jeremiah fox coming up uh here's john's contact information i'm Stephen fry your smb guy great to have you guys back with me here in 2021 looking forward to bringing you some new crazy ideas and some other wacky guests here in 2021 on always friday stay with talkradio.myc for jeremiah fox see you later thank you at www.talkradio.nyc now broadcasting 24 hours a day hi i'm graham dobbin join me every thursday evening for the mind behind leadership here on talkradio.nyc we speak to people from business sport military politics all around what makes a great leader the personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests 
on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.